You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. And you get 15% off your next order. On today's show, Euphoria. For Arkansas Razorback fans as they are headed to the Elite Eight tonight for the first time in 26 years. We'll break down their win over Oral Roberts and what to expect tonight. And heartbreak for the Alabama Crimson Tide as they fall in overtime to UCLA last night, ending their season. We'll also touch on some college football or uh, recruiting tidbits as well. I am Chris Gordy. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. All right, we're going to get to Arkansas in just a second, but I figured we start with Alabama, who last night near the end of regulation gave us one of the few buzzer beaters of this tournament as the Crimson Tide trailed UCLA 65-62 with four seconds to go, Alex Reese keeping Bama's season alive. Pass it off. Reese. Unfortunately, the tide would go absolutely cold in the overtime period, and UCLA made just about everything as the Bruins go on to win 88-78, ending Alabama's magical season in the Sweet 16. Story of the game to me for Bama, very simple, missed free throws. Tide shot just 11 for 25 from the free throw stripe. Herb Jones, the SEC Player of the Year, who's been so clutch in so many moments all season long, he missed some monster free throws late, and this one could have helped Bama maybe even win the game in regulation. Bama also shot just 7 for 28 from 3. That's just 25%. Again, another uncharacteristic thing for a team that shot so well from deep all season long. Look, part of it, you got to tip your cap to the 11 seed Bruins, who did outplay Alabama throughout much of this one, jumping out to a 40-29 to halftime lead. But Bama did make a game of it, outscoring UCLA throughout the second half. But they just couldn't close the door on them late in regulation. There were some no calls by the refs late in regulation I thought were a little questionable, including a no call and a miss from Juwan Gary. Thought he should have been shooting some free throws, but to no avail. And obviously a lot to be happy about for Alabama hoops. In Nate Oates' second season at the helm, he had the Tide ranked in the top 25 for much of the year including getting into the top 10 and eventually top 5. They won the regular season SEC title, their first since 2002. They also won the SEC tournament, their first win in that since 1991, and the first time since 1987 that the program won both the regular season and the SEC tournament. Senior Herb Jones, who we mentioned, he would go on to win the SEC Player of the Year award. He was named First Team All-SEC, SEC Defensive Player of the Year as well. A lot to be happy about if you're an Alabama fan. And if you want to start to turn the page and start to maybe look ahead, this team is going to lose Jones, as well as fellow seniors John Petty Jr. and Alex Reese. We'll wait to see on some of the other guys like Jaden Shackelford and Javon Quinterly. You hope both will be back, but 
an amazing run for the Crimson Tide this season in basketball. And let's face it, just about every sport Alabama has been good at this year. And uh, it was quite a run. So we closed the books on Alabama and their season this year. The 06-07 Florida Gators, by the way, they remain the only school to win both the football and basketball national titles in the same school year. So Alabama had a chance to do it in hoops, but their season ends. Just a couple of SEC basketball notes real quick. We're going to get to Arkansas in just a bit, but Frank Martin's future as South Carolina men's basketball coach appears to be in the hands of their school president, uh, Bob Caslin and athletic director Ray Tanner. The move is reportedly following a board of trustees vote, which cited concerns about paying for his buyout. Frank Martin's buyout is reportedly around $6.5 million, and multiple sources indicate that the board of trustees is in favor of retaining Martin at South Carolina, mostly citing concerns over that buyout. Keep in mind, this situation comes just a couple of months after the school paid former football coach Will Muschamp almost $13 million in a negotiated buyout. So, one of those things where if we could get rid of you, Frank, we would. But you'll stick around another year. And I like Frank Martin. He's a good coach. Uh, think about all the issues South Carolina had to deal with this year with COVID and so many games getting postponed or canceled. So, give Frank Martin another shot. Let's see if he can get this thing right next year at South Carolina. Over at Florida, their big man Colin Castleton announced he will enter his name into the NBA draft, but will not hire an agent that leaves the door open for him to return next season. Meanwhile, Kentucky's Jacob Toppin, he confirmed on Instagram last night he is coming back next year. Also, Mississippi State, we'd be remiss if we did not mention them, made a great run through the NIT, but they ran out of gas yesterday, falling to Memphis in the NIT title game, 77-64. Cameron Thomas led the Bulldogs with 19 points, while Devon Smith had 17. State was without Tolu Smith, who missed another game due to contact tracing. Really good game on Saturday. The Bulldogs had reached the NIT final um, after Iverson Molinar led them with 25 points and a win over Louisiana Tech. But uh, shout-out to Mississippi State. Making it to the NIT Finals, just not able to come up with the victory. And that is a look around SEC hoops when we return. We're going to talk about the big dog, the dog that is actually still alive. And then there was one, one SEC team still alive in postseason college hoops, and that is the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Elite Eight tonight. When we return, we're going to talk all things Razorbacks. Stay with us. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. We know football is over. College basketball is down to the Elite Eight starting tonight. And you don't want to be sitting on the sidelines not getting in on the action at betonline.ag. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Look, your bracket is already busted. BetOnline has got you covered with all the news, scores, and odds that you need. It is the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up. Head to their website right now. You can do so on your tablet, your laptop, your mobile device, whatever you got. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our, our promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Head to betonline.com right now. You can sign up today for free and get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the code Locked On. It is BetOnline. They are your online sportsbook experts. A 
get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we discussed Alabama's season coming to an end. Arkansas season is still very much alive, and they are in the Elite Eight tonight. Let's rewind to Saturday. How did we get here? A really good game between the three-seed Arkansas Razorbacks and the 15-seed Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. And Arkansas really sloppy early on in this one. Oral Roberts, they came out executing, jumped out to a 35-28 halftime lead. But in the second half, Arkansas's shots started dropping, and they started playing some really good defense. Devo Davis would make the go-ahead shot with three seconds left, and Arkansas have to play a little defense in the final seconds of the game. Johnson will inbound. Aismas against Davis. Aismas for the Elite Eight. Arkansas has won. Arkansas is going to the Elite Eight for the first time since 1995. Oral Roberts, they would get a shot up as time expired, but it was no good. And for the first time in 26 years, the Razorbacks are headed to the Elite Eight with a 72-70 win over Oral Roberts. Here was Devo Davis talking with CBS after the game. Through that last play. I mean, JT Tate, he's been doing really good all night attacking the rim and getting to the basket and getting fouls. And so he attacked, they crashed in, and he kicked it out, and they they trust me, and, and I, I knocked down a big shot. I was saying to Coach, you guys don't make it easy on him. You were down 12. You managed to come back in this second half on that final defensive effort. What does it say about your team? We're, we're dogs. We're going to compete, and we're going to go play hard every possession, and that's what you're saying. You've got the Baylor Bears in the Elite Eight. Arkansas's first trip there since 1995. What's going through your mind? Mm, it's, it's a dream come true. You know, I'm a freshman, and it's amazing seeing this atmosphere and being able to be a part of this team. And we're we ready. We ready. For, we ready to play. And just know we're coming in hard, and we're gonna try to. We're gonna compete, and we're gonna get this win. A freshman and so calm about it. Go celebrate with your teammates. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That again, Devo Davis after the game. The must bus grinded its gears down the stretch of this one turning defensive stops into offensive uh, putbacks and offensive rebounds galore. But it was the final shot by Davis. It's at Arkansas to the next round, bringing back memories of the great Nolan Richardson run and those 40 minutes of hell days. Arkansas, 24 offensive rebounds in its regular season win over Oral Roberts. And then they own the offensive glass again in this one with 18 offensive boards, leading to 18 second-chance points and had 11 more rebounds overall. Justin Smith had 11 offensive boards himself in this one. After the game, Coach Eric Musselman talked about advancing. Incredible feeling to be in, a, in an Elite Eight. Um, you know, just our second year, it's, it's, I can't, I really can't describe it. Bob, um, you know, yeah, it was, I mean, when, uh, when they took the last three, because against Loyola, it was a, it was a sidestep three almost in the same exact spot on the floor and we had defended it perfectly and they made the shot and um you know we were probably one shot away from from beating Lyola and being in the elite eight that year and um I still think about that shot over and over um I guess tonight the basketball gods were looking over us 
One more from Coach Musselman talking about his defense, helping the team out big down the stretch out of a deficit. How to keep searching um, as a team, as a coaching staff, for a matchup you like. Um, you know, we worked all week on our pick-and-roll coverage. I thought it was decent. Um, you know, probably, you know, looking at the, the first two games Oral Roberts played, I think our pick-and-roll defense was was probably a little bit more effective than what they saw in games one and two. Not much, though, but 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 slightly. Um, but I thought our trapping, um, you know, and, and trying to get the ball um, out of certain players' hands was very effective. And again, Eric Musselman after the game on uh, Saturday as Arkansas got the victory and they move on. So here's how things shape up tonight at... 6.15 Central, 7.15 Eastern on CBS. It'll be 12-seed Oregon State taking on two-seed Houston. Houston is a uh, big favorite there. If you're heading to BetOnline.ag, Houston around an eight-point favorite. And then the light cap, 9 o'clock Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. So for those of you on the East Coast, you're staying up late on CBS as three-seed Arkansas takes on number one-seed Baylor. Bet online is Baylor around a seven and a half point favorite if you want to get in on the action. So it's not going to be easy for Arkansas. They are big underdogs, but never say never. This team is talented enough with Moses Moody and Smith and Davis. They have got a great group that can certainly make a run. So we'll see uh, what they're able to do tonight. See if Arkansas can punch their ticket to the final four. Be a very fast paced game tonight taking on Baylor. I expect. Uh, Expected to be a little bit of a track meet. The good thing about Arkansas is we've seen them win different styles all season long. They can slow it down. They can play tempo. Let's see what they do tonight with Baylor. But I got a feeling this one's going to be going over. The over-under is around a 148. Yeah, I may be even willing to go over that because this one could be, could be in the 80s or 90s for each team. So there you have it. That is uh, Arkansas. Advancing and Woo Pig Suey is the Razorbacks, the lone SEC team remaining in postseason men's basketball. When we return, we're going to hit on some football tidbits, some recruiting stuff. We will go around the conference. Stay there. We have been telling you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar, amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of the bars. And now is the time they're trying to figure out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. They've got a bracket going. Uh, today's matchup, it is Caramel Brownie versus Coconut Brownie Chunk. I've eaten both of these. I like the Caramel Brownie, but I just tried the Coconut Brownie Chunk recently. And maybe a little bit recency bias, I may go with the coconut brownie chunk. I'm not even a fan of coconut, and I like this thing. If you want to vote on the matchup, you can go to BuiltBar.com or find them on Twitter. They are bar underscore built. And remember, when you go to BuiltBar.com, if you find something you like and you want to try out, you can use their promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15, number is 15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar.
the NFL Draft is just weeks away. It is time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo, the Draft Dudes. Their podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. The Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Been talking a lot on SEC hoops, and rightfully so. There's been a lot to discuss, but... There's, of course, spring uh, football going on. We've got baseball. We've got tons of stuff to hit on. So before we get out of here, let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch. Around the conference. As you guys know, our podcast drops early on Fridays. It drops, uh, you know, the wee morning hours, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But, uh, after our podcast had dropped on Friday, some recruiting news came out of the state of Georgia. Malachi Starks, big-time five-star athlete out of Jefferson, Georgia. He plays both quarterback and defensive back. He announced his college pick after he was heavily recruited. Listing finalists from the SEC and ACC heavyweights, Starks said he is committed to play at Georgia. Alabama and Clemson were his two other finalists. He is a six-foot-one 196-pound junior. He is ranked as the nation's number 29 overall prospect, the number four overall athlete, and number four overall recruit in the state of Georgia, according to 24-7 Sports. They say he may best project at linebacker long-term, given his athleticism, his size, and versatile skill set. So we'll see where they end up putting him. But a big get for Kirby Smart and his staff as Malachi Starks, five-star athlete out of the state of Georgia, Staying in the state of Georgia, going to the Bulldogs. Also, news coming out over the weekend, one of the better linebackers in the class of 2022. He announced his decision as well. Jalen Walker, a six-foot, two, 225-pound linebacker out of the state of North Carolina. Narrowed his choices down to Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, Ohio State, among others. He ultimately picked Georgia because of their coaching staff, and he referred to it as linebacker U. So Jalen Walker, the number 50 overall prospect and the fourth-ranked outside linebacker in the class of number of, of 2022, he's also heading to Georgia. So Kirby Smart doing some work. Malachi Starks, Jalen Walker, both in to Georgia's recruiting classes. Big gets there. Sam Pittman over at Arkansas, he did his fair share, picked up a four-star Defensive back commitment over the weekend. DB from the state of Michigan, Miles Rouser, pledged to the Razorbacks on Sunday. He's listed at six foot one, 185 pounds. He's rated as a four-star defensive back, the number three uh, product out of the state of Michigan, number nine safety, and number 131 prospect overall for the 2022 class. He had 28 scholarship offers, including. Ones from Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, even his home state, Michigan Wolverines. But Miles Rouser going down to Arkansas to play for Sam Pittman. So congrats to them. Big get for Coach Pittman. And over at Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz, he picked up another pledge for his 2022 class on Saturday. Linebacker from the state of Missouri, Armin Membu, Tweeted uh, his commitment to the Tigers. He's six foot four, two hundred seventy-five pounds, three-star linebacker, the number sixteen re- overall recruit from the state of Missouri, number eighteen offensive guard, and 
right around 600 overall. But uh, Eli Drinkwood's staff beat out eight other programs, including Arkansas, Kansas, among others. Offensive lineman Armin Membu heading to Missouri. Over at South Carolina, they're looking for big production from second-year defensive lineman Jordan Birch and a former offensive tackle from South Carolina, Sedarius Hutcherson, was talking about Birch recently and said, I can tell you this, Jordan Birch is going to be a strong guy. I told him he has a lot of potential. That is one dude that the SEC and even the NFL has to look out for. I have a feeling that dude is going to be a straight baller. Jordan Birch appeared in eight of the ten games last season, made 19 tackles, two and a half tackles for a loss, one fumble recovery, made his first tackle for a loss against Tennessee, and drew some praise that week from Will Muschamp after the Florida game. So watch out for Jordan Birch, possibly headed for a huge monster season in the SEC this year at South Carolina. Over at Tennessee, their new offensive coordinator, Alex Golish, was uh, talking with the media after just a couple of spring practices so far. He has said he is pleased with what he's seen on the practice field. Met with the media Saturday afternoon, singled out his biggest standout so far, running back Jabari Small. Small played sparingly at running back last season, did show some potential. Former three-star recruit, carried the ball 26 times for 117 yards, also caught four passes for 24 yards, but uh, keep an eye on that if you're a volunteer fan. They said uh, or his new OC likes Jabari Small a lot at running back. Baseball news. Arkansas was Baseball America's number one team in the country coming into this weekend, and all they did was sweep a three-game series against the number two team, the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Took down the Bulldogs on Sunday, 6-4 to four at Duty Noble Field. It's fun to see a packed house there all weekend for all three games as uh, Mississippi kind of has opened up their uh, allotment of fans at games and was a big, big time atmosphere from those that were there. Said, felt like a regional, but tip your cap to Arkansas. As the Razorbacks earned their first SEC series sweep of the season. Marked the first time since 2010 that Arkansas has gone on the road and swept Mississippi State in Starkville's hostile, crazy environment. So maybe even tougher for Arkansas to pull it off. But tip of the cap to them. And also tip of the cap to Tennessee baseball as they had not one but two walk-off wins on Sunday against LSU to complete a series sweep of them. Game two was uh, rain delayed on Saturday night. So they picked up play on Sunday morning where LSU was leading by one. Tennessee then tied it and then took it into the 11th where they hit a walk-off. Second game of the day was a shortened game due to travel. Tennessee and LSU tied 2-2 after seven innings. Game went to extra innings. Bottom of the eighth, they brought home the winning run. So uh, congrats to Tennessee, who really was uh, – they blew one game the previous weekend against Georgia. Had they not blown that game, be undefeated right now in SEC play. So congrats to Vol- uh, Tennessee Vols baseball team. And lastly, the – Storied Auburn Bass Fishing Club will be off the water until 2022 following a suspension by the school after members of the team had multiple violations of COVID policies. The club has been suspended until December 31st of later this year, according to a uh, memorandum that cites violations of the school's COVID policy regarding travel and events. 
those violations allegedly occurred back in July of last year and February and March of this year. The report also noted the organization has been instrumental in the early days of college bass fishing, one of the most storied college fishing programs in the sports history. But uh, Auburn bass fishing will be on hold until next year. And that is around the conference. So much to discuss. We will uh, be back with you guys tomorrow. We'll recap what Arkansas does tonight against Baylor. Here's hoping that they uh, find a way to win. And at least we get one SEC team in the uh, Final Four. What's with all these Pac-12 teams winning? Not fun. Look, we made the Pac-12 basically non-existent this football season. I mean, they barely played a season. And now they're making up for it in the uh, college basketball tournament. But uh, come on, Arkansas. Let's be that one bright light for the SEC and uh, at least get to the Final Four. It's good to do it for me, Chris Gordy. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We'll recap Arkansas and uh, some more football tidbits throughout the week. You guys have a great Monday. <laughs>